this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Thanks for joining me again for another episode. And today I'm joined by Lee from BallThoughts.com. How's it going, Lee? It's going great. Great to be here. Oh, no, happy to have you on. You know, I met Lee uh, about, I think about six months ago at FinCon, which is a conference for like finance bloggers and podcasters. And we actually played some pickup basketball while we were down there. Uh, I think my body is still hurting <laughs> from that game six <laughs> months ago. Yep. I think it uh, proves how out of shape I am right now. But uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, we got a chance to connect while we were down there. And Lee, you have a website called BallThoughts.com. And on there, you, you kind of discuss, you know, traveling, but traveling for less actually the the model on the the model on the website there it says travel more spend less and live better which i think is a great set of words to live by during our discussions i think one of the things we talked about a lot was travel hacking because i was really like interested in and impressed by the amount of traveling that you do for for i think a really great price lee for you what is travel hacking because from what i understand it's, it's basically being able to travel using credit card rewards that either make the travel free or pretty close to it. I know that's probably a super simplified explanation for it, but uh, I'm sure you can give me maybe a better description of it than, than I just did. Sure. I mean, you got the basic concept down. Uh, essentially what it is, is instead of being like everybody else where you're paying the full price on, you know, on the airline websites, the hotel websites, or even sites like Expedia and, and things like that, what we want to do is find ways to reduce your travel costs so that we can take that money and use it for other things in your life. Or you can travel more, you can have better experiences uh, instead of going, okay, I, I need to eat at McDonald's every time I, when I'm traveling because I'm trying to save money. If you save a little bit of money while you, on your airfare or your hotel, now maybe you can splurge on, an, on a nice dinner. Or you can, if I, I like to go to games when I travel, and instead of sitting up in the nosebleeds because uh, the trip didn't cost anything as far as the, the flight or the hotel, now I can sit uh, you know, down near the celebrities uh, you know, near the court. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of the whole mantra. Or, you know, uh, especially because this is personal finance related, what I, I kind of encourage people to do is take the money that you would have spent otherwise on your travel and use that money to invest in your future by putting more money into your 401k, uh, paying down your debt, or just investing uh, to buy like a new house or to invest for your, uh, your kid's education. So it's, it's really, you know, we all have a finite bucket of money, like no matter what it is, no matter what job you have, whether it's you make a minimum wage or you're making a few hundred thousand dollars a year. Every one of us only has a certain amount of money that they have that they can set aside for all the different things in their life. But if you can find a way to reduce that cost, whether it's airline miles, hotel points, uh, certain strategies where you can earn additional free nights and, and uh, all the other things, taking that money and redirecting it to other things that are that are more important in your life. Oh, nice. No, I, I, I definitely think that's a great way to, to handle traveling and, and to kind of get the most out of it. And like you said, be able to make maybe use that money to, to put aside for retirement or other goals you have in life. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I, I'm super, super new to this. I've, I've just barely picked up my first travel credit card uh, to, to give travel hacking a try. Yep. And, yep. Uh, and so I wanted to come to you, the expert, the person who I've seen do some great things uh, in this space to kind of get your advice or some tips on how best to, to go about starting travel hacking. And uh, before, before we jump in, I just want to give a quick disclaimer you know, please just be responsible. These are still credit cards for everyone out there. Uh, I know for me, I, I waited until I paid off the the debt, the credit card debt that I had before I jumped in. So, you know, just as a recommendation, you know, maybe make sure, you know, you're in a, the place financially to, to give this a try. But I think there's definitely some big advantages to this if you do it properly. So Lee, I'll let you, let you jump from here and kind of guide us. Well, exactly, exactly. Well, as you said, obviously 
you need to pay off your credit cards in full every month because whatever rewards that you're going to earn from a, from a travel-related credit card, the interest that you would pay far outstrips any sort of value you're going to get from from the rewards. So the, yeah. the number one rule of anything related to travel hacking is making sure that you're not carrying any of that debt. So what I've advised is actually a, a five simple steps to start travel hacking. And the number one thing is knowing where you want to go, whether it's to a conference like FinCon, where, mm-hmm. yeah, you can deduct the, the cost of an airfare to fly there. But yeah, even if you're deducting the expense, it's still an expense out of your pocket, right? True. You're spending a dollar, maybe you're able to deduct 25 cents of that. You're still paying 75 cents out of pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, well, I, I want to reduce that expense for you as much as possible. So whether it's uh, traveling for something like that for, for your business, or if you're traveling with your family, I uh, you want to go see a game like I like to go see, uh, or even you're trying to further your career and, and there's a conference that your work will pay for the conference, but they don't have enough money in their budget to pay for the hotel or the, the airfare to get you there. Or you know, some conferences will actually uh, allow you to, to attend for free as far as the conference goes, but you got to find a way to get there. So all these different types of things is, is a way to know where you want to go. And then from there we can say, okay, let's devise a strategy to help you get there. Oh, nice. So, so that's number one is like knowing where you want to go because um, like, for example, if you want to go to Paris, I love Southwest. Southwest is my f- absolute favorite airline, but they're not flying their little 737s uh, all the way across the ocean to, to Paris. <laughs> so um, Southwest is not the right airline. that's going to get you where you want to go. So knowing where you want to go is the number one important thing as far as well, when you start, uh, travel hacking. That's a great tip. I think that was one of the first things you said to me when I asked, you know, how, what do I do to get started? Because, you know, I knew I wanted to travel, but then I didn't even think about where did I want to go. So that, that's a great, great first tip. Yeah, exactly. So you do that. And then from there, it's like knowing how you want to travel. Uh, some people, you know, they, they live, uh, you know, sometimes a, an economical life, but every so often you want to be able to splurge and you go, you know what? I'd love to be able to fly in business class or first class. Uh, I want to stay in like a five-star hotel things like that. So if you if you want those type of things, you need to make sure that the, the strategy that you're pursuing is going to allow you to, to fly in first class or business class or stay at, at a five-star hotel like a Ritz-Carlton or Waldorf Astoria, something like that. Or some people go, you know what? I don't care about uh, you know all those fancy things in life. I just want to be able to travel as much as possible. And so from there, we can devise a strategy that's going to give you a lot of economy fares and, and uh, you know lower-end hotels that are still nice. I mean, they still got clean beds and you know nice amenities, things like that. But they don't—they're not over the top like that. So knowing how you want to travel again is a is a right way to to do things as far as the the next step. So uh, again, Southwest is my favorite airline. They don't even have a first class on any of their airplanes. <laughs> so true. Um, you know, and for me, it's I just want to get there uh, for for the most part. But every so often, once or twice a year, I really just like to live it up. And get pampered and spoiled, uh, you know, flying, you know, that, that premium airfare. Oh, nice! I've seen some of your pictures and like some of the flights you've taken and some of the places that you you've stayed in. That, that I think that really like inspired me to want to hop into travel hacking because you know sometimes you're like, hey, I'm, there's no way I would pay that much money for a hotel room, but if there's a way that I could make it, you know, make sense for my budget, I would definitely love to take advantage of that. Yeah, exactly. Like about. About 15 months ago, my wife and I flew to Italy because, you know, every year I try to spoil her and take her someplace really nice that, she, that she's that she been wanting to go. And between the airfare and the, the hotels that we stayed at, things like that, it would have cost $12,000 if I wanted to pay uh, for that wow. uh, for that trip. 
and there is no way that I'm paying that kind of money for any <laughs> any one vacation. You know, that's that's not that's not how I roll. I'd rather take that money and invest it. You know, I'm buying rental properties or or whatever. So, but I used airline miles and hotel points, and my total out of pocket cash was, I want to say about uh, about ten percent of that. Wow. So it was about $1,200 was my total out-of-pocket. Yeah, that, that's amazing right there. It's anything. It's like personal finance. Everything is personal. Same thing with your, with your travel. It's personal. What What's most important to you? And from there, devising the strategy that's going to help you reach your goals. So number three thing is kind of pick your favorites and focus on them. A lot of times people, when they're looking at an airfare or they're looking at a hotel, they're looking for the most economical, for whatever the lowest price is uh, in, in the kind of the the range of what they're looking for, whether it's a low end hotel, medium or, or higher end, they're looking for the best price. And in some ways, obviously that's great, right? You want to be able to save money. But if you're earning uh, a few points with Marriott and a few points with Hilton and a few points with uh, Holiday Inn and things like that, having a, a bunch of points spread a, a, among several different programs, that's not going to do much for you, right? Yeah. So yeah. generally, you know, you want to focus on one hotel chain and one airline and pick those and stick with them. And then from there, you're going to accumulate more uh, rewards faster. So that way you can get that much quicker to like your next free flight or free hotel stay. That's a great tip right there. Because I know for me, that that was me for sure. I was like spread out everywhere. I have like, you know, I'd have enough points for like, you know, five minutes in a hotel because I just, they were like spread out over, <laughs> over everywhere. I had no consistency. So that's a good tip there because, you know, that's, I think that's have a consolidated effort would, would make a big difference. Exactly. And it's the same thing. Like it, you say you have these points in these multiple different programs and, you know, cause you're, you're trying to earn enough points to redeem for a free stay. Well, if you're not be careful, you have a few thousand points here and there, those points can expire. Yeah. And next thing you know, you did all that for nothing. So, uh, by having them consolidated in one in one brand, and that way you're again you're getting fa- you're getting a, a faster approach to getting that free night, that free hotel stay, that free flight, and then on top of that, you're accumulating more rewards and you're moving up the levels uh, within that program. And maybe you're getting a free upgrade, uh, late checkout, uh, you know, a free breakfast, those types of things along the way towards getting that that free stay. So you're getting a better travel experience as you're working towards getting uh, you know a free vacation. All right, we're going to pause right here for today. I noticed that we were running a little bit long, but I didn't want to cut Lee short. Uh, so I'm just going to make this into a two-parter for you all uh, because Lee's sharing some great tips on getting started travel hacking. So if you come back next week, you can catch part two of, the, of this great conversation that I'm having with Lee. But in the meantime, if you visit baldthoughts.com slash popcorn, Lee's put together a really great page for you all with some, some great resources to help you get started on your travel hacking journey. And these tips will go great with the second half of our conversation. So make sure you come back next week to check out part two of my conversation with Lee. And to make sure you get the next episode, make sure you subscribe to the Popcorn Finance Podcast. Just look for podcasts anywhere you find them. You know, Google Play Store, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast. Anywhere you can think of a podcast, Popcorn Finance will be there. And also you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search for Popcorn Finance. That way you can get notifications when the new episodes are coming out. You can get some behind the scenes shots of some of the random equipment I have sitting on my desk and, you know, just get updates, see who the new guests are, things like that. And before I get out of here, I want to share a quick review that I got on Apple Podcasts from a listener. That's from Victor. Just want to say a quick shout out to Victor, first of all. Hey, thanks for leaving this review. He says, Chris has a fantastic perspective on the financial aspect of life and how to handle money correctly. He has a perfect voice for podcasting and all of the content he puts out is pure gold. So thanks, Victor. I really appreciate those kind words. And yeah, if any of you out there are listening to the show, 
show and you're enjoying what you're hearing, please leave a review. It definitely helps the show grow, gain some more exposure. Overall, I just, just really appreciate it. And, you know, if you do, I'll be more than happy to read it here on the show because I want to show my appreciation to all of you checking it out. So as always, thanks for joining me here for another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.